about to start so pop those headphones in and let Sophia style radio to keep you company. Hello and welcome to the Wise Woman Show. I am your host Sally Ann Saint and I am dedicated to reminding women of their sacred selves. To get in touch with me, go to www.wisewomanguide.co.uk. So let's walk together in each episode. Be inspired as you hear from the wise women I bring to you. Let the magic of your sovereignty unfold inside of you. Each word you hear and each woman who comes on reminds you of your grace, your wholeness and your divine right and role on this earth. You are the wise woman. You truly are. So take a walk with me and the guests I bring to you and let the magic unfold. Many blessings.
Hello, dear woman that is listening to Wise Woman Radio this evening. Yet again, it's Thursday evening and you're cuddled up in your home and you're ready to be inspired. So take the journey with myself and my wonderful guest. Many blessings to you all. Our guest this evening is Davisha Bavza, and she's a wonderful woman that I actually connected with a few years ago and she did children's yoga. She's also a single parent, got two boys. Um, so we've got quite a lot in common. I've got one son, but also the fact that she's been in the line of work that she has for a period of years. She's got an awful lot of wisdom to share on how yoga and mindfulness can support children, especially right now. When you listen to this show, understand that there's so many gentle things that we can do to help our kids enjoy this episode. Dewati, would you like to introduce yourself to the listeners and what you do? Hello, everyone. My name is Dewati, as Sally's just said. I'm a children and teens yoga teacher, and I also like to write and create different resources to support the well-being of our young I love the name of your that you go under, Magnificent Me, Magnificent You. I think that's just stunning, absolutely encapsulates it. Yeah, that was from my the first book that I wrote, which was Magnificent Me, Magnificent You, The Grand Canyon. So that was the title of the first book. And then I thought, okay, I'm basically writing a series of books, each based on a different natural wonder of the world. Let me carry through. So be magnificent me, magnificent you, the Great Barrier Reef next, and then the one after that is going to be early information, and what the next book is going to be magnificently magnificent you, the Northern Light. So that's, that's the next story that's coming. Children and yoga. Obviously, with all of us, COVID is very present. Um, how are children being affected by it? Because you're working with them to support them with the yoga. What's the ripple effect for them? Um, well, I think COVID has had quite a big impact on the well-being of children and young people and even adults, like mental well-being, because it's thrown everybody into this whole world that nobody anticipated before, nobody prepared you know, children for. It has had a, an impact and not in the positive way, more of the kind of negative way on, on, on their sort of inter social interaction, sort of mental well-being finding their little feet again so with yoga now extracurricular activities so I'm back doing my um, after school yoga clubs which is really really lovely to be doing I guess like the kids in my in my in my classes they they're all, they're each different so they each have different needs or wants or abilities or engagement in the class my classes are quite flexible like the tools that we share in, in a yoga class, like meditation or even the poses and the games, it is supporting them to reconnect with their own their own inner peace and inner world. It does help them to just process what's happening in the world outside and, and know that, okay, maybe all this stuff's happening outside, but I can sit and go within myself and find my own peace and comfort. Yeah. And my, yeah, my greatest hope is for children is that it runs parallel with us, that we gain resilience from life experiences. It, it gives us strength later on. And I hope 
that giving children tools now to help them means that in the future when covid has left and and it's it's life has uh, more of a flow again that they actually have resilience for living their lives when they're older it's it's like the first big experience for so many children to have to deal with and it teaches us it is a huge experience for children to deal with even us adults we've like i mean many adults have struggled with yeah. all the you know the different pressures that covid's brought onto the family unit we've all had to we got dive we all got dived into a world didn't we like you're you're supporting young young people but ultimately you're a mum as well and you were trying to support your unit and when it's just you it's different dynamics definitely so what i'm doing with the book the, with the yoga activities i'm sharing tools in a fun way by linking it with a story allows kids to explore and connect with the world and learn what you know different wisdom the natural world shares and then with the yoga activities linked up with a story i just thought it's like just a nice gentle way of introducing activities like mindfulness meditation just doing the different yoga poses they have a an effect on your physical being with the massage just the power of touch and learning interact in a fun way with each other and just the guided relaxations just knowing you can switch off and just relax and release stress and tension and going go into your own personal state of mind where you where you don't let what's happening outside dictate how you're feeling and just kind of learning those little those tools in a gentle way exploring them you may not never come across meditation before yoga nice fun gentle way of just saying explore this activity or maybe sit for a couple of minutes close your eyes or open your eyes and just be comfortable just being with yourself and just being and just breathing emptying your mind or if you want to think of a positive affirmation like i am peace or i'm love and just experiencing that and then experiencing how you as a child feel after giving yourself two minutes of that activity i will ask my class how do you feel afterwards and they'll say more relaxed or hungry you know whatever feeling comes you know comes to their mind but a lot of times they'll just say calm and happy or peaceful so it's that's nice to hear that it's having you know that kind of nurturing effect on their being so I mean and, and a lot of these tools we came to as adults so if we can come to it as children then we can carry that through into our adult life so when things do become more challenging you think, okay, let me just sit, breathe. Dubati, there's going to be a short pause and then we're going to come back with you because you've got so much to share. So listeners, do stay tuned because we will be back. I am your host, Sally Ann Saint, and I am dedicated to reminding women of their sacred selves. To get in touch with me, go to www.wisewomanguide.co.uk.
So listeners, we've got Duati back again, and I wanted to ask you more about your book, the connection that you're doing to encourage children to connect with Mother Earth, very much needed, but what was your inspiration for doing it? The whole idea is born from being a mum myself, so what I basically would read bedtime stories to my children when they were younger, because I trained as a children's yoga teacher when they were they were toddlers so my first yoga class was at their preschool 
So from reading the bedtime stories, I thought it'd be really lovely to write a children's story and incorporate yoga activities um, with a story. So that, that's how the idea was born, just from reading bedtime stories with them. And then I thought it'd be really nice to link it up with nature and what we can learn from nature as well. So within each story, you'll see there's different wisdom that's been drawn from that nat natural wonder, just different teachings that we can observe from that part of the world. And I thought I'd write a series each based on a different natural wonder of the world because it's just a nice way to kind of explore different parts of the world. And it connects kids all over the world as well. So we can see, wow, you know, different parts of the world and learn a little bit more about each other, others' world as well. And then the yoga activities, they're just intertwined with the story. So then kids can read the story and enjoy the story and its message that it shares. They can do the activities, they can do a bit of both. And parents can join in as well and do a bit of yoga with them. And also in schools, it could be a nice fun activity for the class. Yeah, and, and connecting children to it as well, because unless you live by uh, the Great Barrier Reef or that you've got the idea of it is what you see on a TV screen. So it's another way of getting them to connect deeper with something and to actually care, isn't it? Because mm. we're the caretakers, they're the ones that are going to be living in the world that we're overseeing at the moment. So the changes we make and the inspiration and passion we put in our children will have an effect because they, you know, we're passing the world on to them and we're, we're getting enough information about the changes and, and that are happening because of the way that we have lived. And I think for a long time, people were just busy taking resources from the natural world and not thinking, what are the consequences of this? But now so many more people have woken up to, OK, we're doing this and this is this is the effect it's having on the planet. And we, we can see the results. So I think now people are more conscious of what's my impact on the world and how can I make a more positive and, you know, impact that supports the world, supports the environment supports a future home for my children and supports my children into managing with all the new challenges that they're having that I never had it's a lot <laughs> it's a lot from when we were kids Sally yeah I, sharing, I was just thinking back of we didn't have any other social media around us so like peer pressure was not reduced to but it was when we were around others whereas now Peer pressure is it's in your own home because if you're if you're attached to people on social media you've got it straight away on there so there's so much more that our children are being faced with the same mm. as the environmental um, impact the one thing to also remember is in these deepest darkest moments is that when inspiration comes because there are a lot of individuals that have found ways and doing things and and I think or I feel as mothers we hope that our children will be the inspired ones and this is why we do the work that we do so as they actually do think of something and act on it to make a difference because we've all got talents inside of us um it's just what stands in, in the way of those talents sometimes and i mean i have found speaking to the children they are much more conscious this generation is so much more conscious about the planet and about our impacts on the planet and they do care so much more than many adults in a way about the planet and taking care of it it shows what an individual can do and like we're voices but we're voices yes for ourselves but we're voices for the next generation you know the children that we have personally and then the children you're working with 
you're giving them vital tools that are ones they can access at any time, no matter the challenges in life. Humbleness, for, you know, for the natural world, that we have got such an amazing planet. It's so beautiful. We are so blessed and so lucky. How can we not cherish it and nurture it? In a way, sometimes us as adults are the ones that separate them from nature when we ask them to come in, when we don't want them to get muddy. And, and I understand when we're busy, mm. we we're single parents. So when you're trying to do many things, I understand that you want things a bit easier in some ways, so you do it. But, but kids love to explore and they love being out in it. And if we can support and encourage that connection and connection with ourselves you with yoga to keep connected to your body to uh, respect your body to listen to its its senses as well because it can sense when something's healthy for us and things as well mm. so if you stay in touch with you're giving the children a vital tool stay in touch with this inner knowing this inside of you you feel when something's healthy you, mm. you go into a room you can feel when somebody had a row in there even though you haven't been there you can sense mm. We've all got that natural barometer and it, it, it is a vital tool. Yeah, the more, you know, you silent your mind or a child knows like just sitting in silence just for a few minutes, they can then hear their own inner voice. They're more in tune with their own personal feelings and thoughts. And it's like the more you, you make use of a, t a tool, the stronger it gets. So the more you learn to tune into yourself and just listen to yourself, the more intuitive you, you'll get you're in a situation like you said if you go into a room and you can feel anger or, or danger you'll, you'll, you'll pick it up more quickly so you'll know this environment or this this place isn't making me feel good the self-awareness or self-confidence or to know this is not right for me and just to be strong in yourself to take yourself out of a situation that's not really nurturing or supporting you reinforces your own decision making on your life the more stronger you are within yourself, the more stronger you are to make choices. Makes absolute sense. It's beautiful to get, stay connected to yourself so as you know you have choices. When you're disconnected from yourself, you're being swayed by other people and you lose the sight of you've got mm -hmm. a choice. Us as adults, we have to relearn that one. Um, so it's just phenomenal that you're feeding and supporting children so as they stay in connection with themselves. So Dwati, thank you so much for all your time. If people want to connect with you, how do they get in touch? Um, so my website is magnificentmemagnificentyou.com. There I share resources and I have a little blog section on there where I do articles. And I'm also on Instagram and Facebook, um, Twitter, the usual social media handles. Thank you so much indeed. And thank you for listening, listeners. Many blessings to you. I am your host, Sally Ann Saint, and I am dedicated to reminding women of their sacred selves. To get in touch with me, go to www.wisewomanguide.co.uk.